Vision Christian Radio bumper stickers are a practical way to show the world how much you love vision. New stickers are available now. Choose the I Love Vision sticker or your local frequency and proudly display your affiliation with Australia's national Christian radio network. It's more than just a sticker, it's a statement and might help someone you'll never meet discover vision and start looking to God daily. Whether you're parked or cruising through town, Vision Bumper Stickers will turn heads and spark conversations. Stick it, show it, and let everyone know you're tuned to Vision. Available now at vision.org.au slash stickers. Order your Vision Bumper Sticker today. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Sometimes in life we feel rich, other times poor. Sometimes in life we're healthy, other times sick. That's all because life has its ups and downs. It's the way things go. Is it possible then to be content with our lot, even if it's not what we would have chosen for ourselves? And if so, how? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we finish up this week by taking a look at your life from a different perspective. Sometimes in life, things aren't quite right. A situation, a relationship, a job, a feeling, a concern, something is not quite right. And it gets us down. Pretty normal, but the question often is, well, is that thing, that something, a thing or something that I can change, or a something that I should just accept? I think we've all heard that prayer, Dear Lord, give me the peace to accept the things I can't change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. It's a good prayer. If we just accept things we can change, that's silly. What a waste of a life. But if we spend all our energies trying to change something that we can't change, that's silly too. What a waste of effort. Sometimes we need real wisdom to know the difference. There are a whole bunch of things in life that we can change. Have a think about them. Our own attitude to things. Maybe we're overweight and we need to eat differently and exercise. Maybe it's a work-life balance. Maybe it's a career choice. Maybe it's the friends that we choose to hang around with who are getting us down. Maybe it's how we spend our money. Maybe it's our debt levels. There are a whole bunch of things in our lives that we can change. And sometimes we try and abdicate from those. Sometimes we say, well, I'm not in control of that. I can't help how I spend my money. You know, I saw this thing and I just wanted to buy it and now my credit card has got me into debt over my head. Oh, it's not my fault. Oh, we can try and abdicate it. But actually in those areas, we are responsible. On the other hand, there are are a whole bunch of things we can't change. The past is number one. It doesn't matter how much we wish we could undo what we did yesterday or the day before or last year, we can't. The past is the past and I can't change it and you can't change it. Sometimes we have sickness in our own bodies or friends and family. And we live in a world where sickness happens and the last time I checked, one out of one of us is going to die unless Jesus comes back first. So sickness happens. Sometimes we wish we could change that other person, you know, that that difficult kid or that husband or that wife or that person at work or the boss or we wish we could change them, get a revelation, we can't change other people. And yet we try and control those areas. We try to change other people. We try and ram things down their throat. And that's disastrous too. And it's just as disastrous as abdicating our responsibility in the areas that we can change in life. So we do need wisdom. 
We need wisdom to approach the things that we don't like that we can change and the things that we don't like that we can't change with a right heart attitude. We're not meant to play the victim and we're not meant to be a bull at a gate. And I think that that heart attitude that brings that wisdom is a heart of contentment. All this week on the program, we've been looking at a letter from a very good friend of mine. Mm, He died a few years back, Paul, the Apostle. He wrote this letter in the first century AD. I call him a good friend because I've read his letters over and over again. And the guy just flicks my switch. You know, I just relate to this bloke, Paul. Anyway, this letter is called The Letter to the Church in Philippi. You can find it in the New Testament of the Bible. And Paul is on prison in death row. He spent over a decade preaching at big rallies and planting churches right across Asia Minor. And he finds himself on death row. Just in the same way that we sometimes, as we've been looking this week on the program, find ourselves in our own personal prisons. But we can do some stuff. And we saw how he expresses concern for others. He gets the focus off himself. He has humility. He has rejoicing. And today, we're going to look at his heart of contentment. If you've missed any of those programs, go to our website, adifferentperspective.org, and you can order the CDs or, or listen to the programs online. Now, let's read to see what Paul writes about contentment. Because, I don't know, for me, for someone to be content on death row is kind of a bit bizarre. He was ultimately killed. He was executed. We understand. And yet he's sitting on death row, expressing his heart of contentment. Let's see what he writes. If you have a Bible, you can grab it now or later. It's in Philippians chapter 4, begins at verse 10. Here's what he says. I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that now at last you, that is the people who he's writing to in Philippi, have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned for me the whole time, but you didn't have the opportunity to show it. Not that I really am in need, because I've learned to be content with whatever I have. I know what it's like not to have much, and I know what it's like to have lots. In fact, in any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and going hungry, of having plenty and being in need. Because you see, I can do anything through him who strengthens me. Hmm. Now, here's Paul writing a letter to his friends. And Paul had real needs. He had need of money and food and clothing. Because when you were in jail in the first century, it wasn't a taxpayer-funded exercise, by and large. If you ate well in jail, it's because you were provided for by your friends and family. If you starved in jail, it's because you weren't provided for by your friends and family. There were no prison uniforms. Your friends and family had to provide you with clothes to wear. And when it got cold, don't imagine that there was double-insulated glass in the windows in the first century. When it got cold... If they didn't give you blankets, your friends and family, you froze. So Paul had real needs of money and food and clothing, not to mention moral support and prayer, and just the concern of his friends. You know what it's like when you're on your own. It helps if other people care about you. And there is Paul, no emails, weeks and months, and he says, you know something I've discovered? I can be content anywhere. I'm full to overflowing. For me, I have this relationship with Jesus, and I know what that's like. Because before I had that relationship, my heart was never content. I needed recognition and money and wealth and status and jobs and career. And my heart needed filling and it was never content. The things I could change, well, I changed those with the wrong motivation, with greed. And the things I couldn't, they would gnaw away at me like a cancer. I was never satisfied. I was never contented. Today is a different story. Today... I have a deep contentment in my heart, in my life, 
in my journey, in my family. Things are never perfect in life. There's always things that we would like to change. Some of them we can, some of them we can't. But I am happy with who I am and who I'm not. And I am happy with what I have and what I don't. And that's not from me. That's from God. That's from Jesus. That that deep security and contentment comes from Him. And, And now I can look at the world from a different perspective. The things I can change, I look at them with right motives. I mean, this ministry, what we're doing right now, my motive is to let Jesus change your heart. That's what it's all about for me. And the things I can't, I have this gentle peace about. I pray, I leave them with God. There are some people in my life, I'd love to see them change some things in their lives, but I can't change them. So instead of reacting against them, instead of pulling them down and fighting with them and and being angry with them like I used to, I just take them to the Lord and have a deep peace about them. I could never have done that stuff by myself. And you know, Paul on death row could never have expressed that sort of contentment by himself. He talked about love and concern for his friends. He talked about humility. He talked about rejoicing. He talked about contentment on death row. He had something that a lot of people on this planet don't. He had a light, a candle burning in his heart, a fire, a flame. It was like a get-out-of-jail-free card. And that card has a name, Jesus. Sometimes life dishes up stuff that we'd rather it hadn't. And as we struggle with that stuff, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that in all likelihood, God is up to something good, changing us from the inside out in ways that we don't quite understand at the time. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet. It's called The Grace Transformation. Because God's Word is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that through this booklet, He'll help you lay hold of the freedom that Jesus died and rose again to give you so that you can become all that He created you to be. You can request your free copy right now, The Grace Transformation. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or one 722 415 Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time on Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.